Hey, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Sunday night edition of Into the Night with Sean Kelly. Just want to say hello to my brother there, Patrick Kelly. Good to see you that you came on. It's about time you do something right. <laughs> but listen, I am on UPR and Talk Radio 105.3, New Orleans, 107.7, Mississippi. And um, I have a hell of a show for you guys tonight. I mean... I, I've heard so much goodness about this, my guest tonight, Carrie Lynn. Um, see, oh, I got to read a bio. I got to get it on my phone. You guys know I'm not prepared, so I got to get it on my phone here. Uh, Carrie Lynn Shellhorn is a generational psychic medium who had her first experience with the paranormal at the tender age of five. As a mom of four sensitive kiddos, she saw the need to support families and children with intuitive gifts. She transitioned from a career as a hairstylist to her career as an evidential medium with an online radio show. Her show focused on supporting families who had children with intuitive gifts. Carrie Lynn's approach is all about keeping things real while utilizing her strong sense of humor. Carrie Lynn has a deep passion for helping people understand and develop their intuitive abilities. She teaches, mentors, and inspires others through her sought-after classes, workshops, personal sessions, and popular public events. As the host of the Spirit Switchboard on United Public Radio and UFO Paranormal network she engages in conversations with guests about all things paranormal and high strangeness that that's interesting high strangeness so i'd like to talk to her about it when she is not investigating paranormal phenomena you will find her hanging out at home with her dogs bruce and nora and her granddaughter who affectionately calls her queenie queenie carolyn is based out of I'm going to screw this name up, but maybe when she comes on, she can tell me where she's from. Uh, Duluth, Ontario. And without further ado, everybody. Oh, hi, Cindy. Hello, Michelle. Good to see you. Jen Blue, hello. Uh, Cheryl Robinson, hello. Um, without further ado, I want to introduce my guest, Carrie Lynn Shellhorn. Good evening. Hi. Hi. Did I do okay with that? Guelph. Rough. <laughs> Thanks for thank Guelph, you Ontario. Very, Everything else is brilliant. Guelph. 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 Okay. You uh, got it. Look, I, I will have to uh, you know kind of Google that what that, that city and just see what it's all about. Well, you got a lot of people here tonight, Carrie Wynn. Hey Mark Goodwin, good to see you, buddy. Welcome. That's my friend Mark. Um, so how, how are you doing? How, what's, what's going on? Kind of a, a little of everything. I think everybody's in that, uh, you know, we're tired of winter and a little bit of a funk, uh, need things to switch up. So I took mm -hmm. some time and moved my office around and then realized how much stuff. So I've been doing some purging, uh, sessions, events. I don't, um, I do these events called dining with the dead at different restaurants, uh, and spirits and sweets at, uh, like coffee shops and stuff like that. But I, mm -hmm. I'm at a 
stage and age where I don't want to drive in the winter anymore. <laughs> so I kind of, I just, you know, do some online, do sessions and stuff through the winter months. So the, this month uh, coming up in, in March, I'm starting to get back on the road again for events and I have some theater events coming up and awesome. That's great. That's a fun thing starting. Um, you were talking about dinner with a ghost, right? Yeah, dining uh, with the dead. I've been doing that for thirteen years now. Thirty. Wow, thirteen. Uh, mm -hmm. There is a okay. Hi, Michelle Plummer. Good to see you, uh, Kason. Good to see you. It's my buddy. Hi, everybody. Sarah, he's from Sri Lanka. Um, but there was a place down in Virginia, in Whiteville, Virginia. It's called the Octagon House, which is a haunted place. I think and I heard about it. Yes, and the people who own that, they have dinner with a ghost. Oh, fun. I'd love it. Oh, fun. oh my God, all the electronics, they got set up on the tables and stuff like that. Oh, fun. So I've not done that, but I, I think that, you know, maybe this year I can switch it up and bring some paranormal equipment. I mean, when I first started, I focused on wanting to do the events at places that had a history of paranormal activity. Mm -hmm. And then it just kind of evolved, like there was just so many people asking to to do the event. And so the theater events that I do, the Love Life Afterlife, um, this year I'm going back to a place in it's uh, St. Thomas, Ontario. It's called the Princess Playhouse uh, Theater. It's an old church and Ooh. it's definitely um, has some in-house spirits and and they allow me to do my talk and give messages and then do an investigation of the theater after mm -hmm. so we'll be doing that again this year uh, but the I dining see. with the dead the dinner with ghosts is just a lot of fun oh like my I, god it is i want them it to is. move a glass across the table or make the house light shut off i just you know i would love for that to happen well, you know what? I, I am friends with the people who own that octagon house that do that um, dinner with a ghost. And I'm going to have to hook you up with them because it, it's pretty interesting. They have one hell of a setup. Case, and you're welcome. Doesn't hey. like the octagon shape have something? No. Okay. Now there's an octagon shaped house down there. Okay. But the place I'm talking about is like a regular house. Okay. Yeah. And, but is it uh, shaped like an octagon? It's not that no, house isn't no. shaped like an octagon? No, not that one. No. Hey okay. Tara, good to see you. But um I we didn't uh, like two nights. Whenever I, my group would go away overnight or over, you know, to another state, we would like we usually did two night investigations. You know, you just oh, can't go into a place. You know what I mean? You just can't go into a place and investigate and then go home the next day. You need actually two nights. And uh, and I'm telling you, I'm going to have to hook you up with this guy. So I am interested in... I'm going to have to get my passport renewed. Please do. God, we have a lot of stuff down here in Pittsburgh. Oh, the haunted farm. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting for... Oh, yeah. Thank that you, you had on last me. week. Yeah. Yes. Uh, everybody out there, whoever is with a paranormal group or if anybody wants to join a public investigation paranormal investigation april 6th is the day and oh. um it, it's going to be held in brownsville pa it's called duda's farm and haunted farm and uh 
If you want more information, please just send me a message on my Pittsburgh Paranormal. Uh, Jen Blue says, take me with you. Yeah, Jen, Jen would love it. And Jen's pretty intuitive as well, too. So she'd be a great addition. And oh you guys, God. you know, I know Sean's may not mention that at the moment, but I will. You guys can uh, check out the archive of the show last week when he had the fellow on from the uh, Duda's Haunted uh, Farm and and watch the episode and get all the inside details about it. Well, yes. Thank you for sharing that. I kind of like uh, crossed my brain. Michael Anthony, good to see you. Michael's a good dude. He'll be with my guest uh, on this Tuesday. Oh, fun. And, he seriously dropped on by Michael. Michael's a real good friend of mine. And, um, but so you're going to come down? <laughs> well, I like going to have to work on getting my passport renewed because it's, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's, not well, we want to get you here valid, but States. yeah, coming down, I would love to. Actually, the first time that I ever left Canada and went down into the States, it was for paranormal stuff. So, I would uh -huh. love to do that again. And you know what was top on my list was um, I went to uh, Santa Cruz, the Bigfoot Museum, and then went into the Redwoods. I just want, I just want to, I want to have a Bigfoot experience. Right. That's uh, so do I. So do I. Yeah, we're I'm, gonna have to make it happen somehow. Oh yeah, we're just gonna have to. Throw out our energies to tell Bigfoot to come in. I had a dream on that one. No lie. Oh, it was really weird. That happened a couple nights ago. But um, You telepathically connected one during a dream? Yeah, it was crazy, man. People might not believe me, but... but oh, no, I believe you. I just want to know how how we can make that happen in real time, not dream um, time now. I don't know. Maybe we can figure it out someday down the road. But I'm, I'm with your bio, okay? Yep. All right. I have it down here. Uh, something to buy. You're a psychic and um, with switchboard, psychic spirit switchboard on spirit UPR. Switchboard. Yep. What, what, how'd you come up with that name? Spirit switchboard. Um, it, it, it takes a long time to come up with a name for a show because then you're, you're having to, cross-reference to make sure it's not somebody else's already and I just wanted to come up with a name um that reflected uh connecting with the other side at the same time and I wanted to feel like those hot chicks from John Wick who have like <laughs> that are all tattooed and and hooking up the switchboards I just that was that was the whole idea in my head Really? <laughs> yep. If we're gonna be honest, there you go. <laughs> I even found. I think there's some pictures. Oh wait, I think it's in my mug. Which side? Yeah, yeah. I found this vintage, um, like the little things that the operators would, yeah, would wear to connect you to the like. So that's kind of me, right? Connecting you with the other side. Mm -hmm. But I found those vintage. Oh wow. <laughs> That is cool. So I Super like fun, that. eh? Yeah. Because so you got to have fun with your job. You got to have fun when you're doing this stuff, right? Oh, you have to. You can't be. You can't be serious all the time. Mm -mm. But what? How did you find out coming on UPRN Talk Radio? 
um, with your show? And what kind of people do you have as guests? Uh, well, I mean, how did I how did I get on UPRN? Well, we know how you probably got on, but what gave you the idea or how did you find out about going on UPRN? Because there's a lot of people out there right now that would like to do something like this. And maybe there's some mm. listening tonight that, you know, maybe if you can share your experience with that, then maybe. Well, <laughs> you want me to be really transparent? I'm going to be transparent. Social media is really hard. Social media is really hard. And there are imposter people that make it even more challenging. And I was talking to uh, Michelle. So Michelle DeRocha, who's host of Outer Realm with UPRN, and she is our network manager. She takes very good care of us here. Um, she's like, Carolyn, what do you need? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, because social i wasn't getting that little blue check mark to say that i was verified and uh I, I need people to know more about me i need my name out there a little bit more than what it is because i i my kids call me local famous and i fly under the radar and i'm quite comfortable with that i don't need to be i don't need the accolade that comes with being super famous i just needed the little blue check mark so i didn't have to get stressed out where i was making myself sick thinking about the imposters using my name and image and scamming people because it was right. stressing me out so much. And she's like, come on, why don't you just have a show? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we started the show in, in April and I came on and I'm, I am so thankful. I am loving having this show with EPRN and, and UFO paranormal radio. Um, I'm getting to meet so many great people and that's been the best part. Like just the uh, community that's been building since I started in April, the people that I've met and how it's rippled out from there. And um, yeah, I, I mean, my focus originally, and I guess I've stayed to, you know, to my focus and what I wanted and connecting with other people who can connect with the other side, paranormal investigators, people who look at high strangeness as well, too. And, um, you know, just build that community up. Uh, that's Kaysen has a question for you. I don't know if this question is one of your specialties. I have hard time understanding oh, yeah. karma. The Buddhist texts are confusing about it. Any thoughts on what karma really is? So every thought, word, deed, and action has a consequence, and it it ripples out, and um, everything is going to come back around. So it's not all negative karma. It's not all negative. It's it's positive as well too. But if you think of it that way, that every thought, word, deed, or action um, matters what you're putting out and, and what you're going to get in, in return, both positive and negative. And if we don't figure it all out this time, it's going to come back around in the next lifetime. I don't know if that is too I hope that helps you out your case. Um, karma, I believe highly in karma. And, you know, there's a lot of times that she roared her ugly head at me. Uh, Michael Anthony. We are all affected. Yeah, oh, that's right. You can see. Good. Um, but I, to me, karma is real. I believe karma is, mm -hmm. you know, and she don't play. And um, now, 
it's not like I'm waiting for it to happen right away. Eventually it will happen. Uh -oh. Maybe I'll see it. Maybe I won't. But you know what? That, that's okay. But it's rewards too, not just, um, I mean, you're rewarded with karma as well too. It's not just about knocking you on your butt. A lot of people are probably thinking, I'm wondering, when is he going to start getting to the psychic questions to you? Okay. Oh. How, I mean, you said you started at five year old, five years old. Can you, you know, mm. you know, extend a little bit on where and how you sure. are comfortable with your gifts? Um, so I was very fortunate. I got to grow up beside, uh, my grandparents. So they had, um, yeah, uh, this little farmhouse. It was like, I think 20 acres and they gave my parents property and they built the house beside them. So I got to grow up there. Um, and then my other grandparents had like 130 acres. Like we just had all this land. It was super amazing way to grow up. And at the, at my grandparents' house, I would see um, a gentleman that was in spirit at the top of the steps all the time. And it turns out it was my great grandfather. And that's where he had to walk by him to get to the bathroom. And it used to scare me. So I just would go back through the field to our house to use the bathroom and then go back to my grand grandparents' <laughs> house all the time. But when I got older um, and I had children, I had children young, like I was 21 when I had my first son. Um, my kids were also having experiences when they were small, uh, a little bit further on down the road. I was uh, gifted an opportunity to have a, a TV show with a local cable network here. And they wanted to do that first episode about me and, and you know, uh, a little bit more about me, like a get to know you, that first premiere episode. And I had did a bit of research and then I actually found newspaper articles about that man that I was seeing and my family never really talked about it. Like, uh, we didn't talk about any experiences I had. I, I, uh, yeah, we just, it wasn't talked about, but I found newspaper articles about him and he used to read tea leaves and he would use dowsing rods and witch wells for other farmers. He was doing psychic readings for, for people. And, um, so yeah, it's, it was in the family. And then, you know, when I ended up having the show and was, uh, you know, I call it coming out of the witchy boo closet, like, then I was really not doing hair anymore and doing this full time. Um, you know, understanding that other people in the family also uh, were intuitive and had the same abilities. It was just not talked about. I'm the one that made everybody go, Hey, <laughs> let's talk about this out loud. I mean, make normalize it, right? Normalize it. And I wanted it to feel normal for my children because they were having experiences as well too, that right. it didn't have to be weird. Um, my, um, my, uh, my son, when he was small, he was very intuitive. Joanne McTaggart says, it's so great. You get to tell your story, Carrie. When, Thanks, Joanna. Um, but my son up, you know, was very intuitive. He's an old soul. And, and then he became at, at the age of 10, he just totally lost it all. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Well, I think that we... Why? I mean, you work with children. Why would, you know, a, a young kid be so in tuned and really loving doing what he's doing and all of a sudden at a drop of a dime, he just quit? Mm. 
Well, there's lots of different reasons. And 10 is actually late to stop. I mean, I see more frequently children um, dumbing down and or shutting off those gifts like at age six and seven when they're really in school more full time because they want to fit in. And then um, as we get older, we have different experiences and traumas and it shuts down. And I find, especially with women, it tends to click back on in that mid 30 to 40 age, something clicks and I'm, and whether it's, I don't want to, it just sounds kind of sexist, but I mean, hormones change as well too. And that plays a factor and experiences play a factor. But when children are small, they remember their spirit remembers being on the other side. And it's so easy for them to tap into that and their belief. Mm -hmm. It's like Christmas every day. I wonder what's going to happen today. And right. so they're open to those um, outside of the box experiences. Um, my, um, I, I, I was really excited, happy that you were working with children. Now, here's a conundrum I'm in. Now, you know who Chip Coffee is, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, and he worked with those teens, those young kids. Yeah, actually, when I had my radio show was right when that Psychic Kids program was out, and he came on my show to talk about it. Uh, now, see, here was the downfall for me about that show. Now... I have gotten older, so I kind of forgive Chip Coffee about it. But if you put children on TV, real, you know, real TV, aren't they like kind of Chip putting these kids on the spot to where, say, someone, if they go to school, that someone knows them and then they just start antagonizing them and making fun of them? Oh, I mean, that's I'm what really, really sure. bothered me about that. How did but you? Potentially, for sure. I know uh, my daughter had a horrific, a horrific grade seven, eight period of time about spirits and, and people bugging her about it, people giving her a hard time about me. And she really closed that off. Like she finished um, her educational years really not wanting people to know what I did and, and not bringing that up. Um, I would say, you know, I connected with a couple of the kids that were on that program. They had a really good support system. They did have, um, I believe it was a psychologist, but I know that there was a counselor of some kind that was also participating with the show and supporting those kids. So I know that the emotional support was there for them. Um, but definitely being on TV can expose you to, to more people. I don't know. I don't know. I would hope that they all um, continued having support afterwards. But I mean, for myself, I, it, that's it, it a big just, deal. It just really bothered me that they, they would, I don't know the name of the word for it, but put these kids on TV because I, I figured if, if a child or a teenager has a gift and they really need to be worked on, um, I personally, me, I would want to do it with nobody realizing, not the whole world to know about it. You know, and I, you know what, honest to God, I believe, I believe that I blame the parents about that. Okay. Well, but we don't even really know. I mean, I always 
play devil's advocate in the in the story as well too like they're always going to pick the most extreme in order to get the ratings as well too but right. we don't know what those background stories really are what's happening in the background or if they had access to other people um i i just know personally there was a two for sure um had a lot of support afterwards that helped the family actually be closer that now see I, that that is a good feeling story what you just said there i mean yeah which is great but i just they're gonna pick the ones that are the most traumatic right so oh my god absolutely now dover paratech did you read that i experienced clear dense whatever that is from time to time but is not something oh. i can control or am i able to tell when it's going to happen I have been looking for someone to help me with this, but so far, no luck. Do you have any suggestions? Um, so my suggestions, well, I have a question to you. Is it outside ear or inside ear? Like when you're, when you are hearing spirit, is it like outside or is it inside? Um, that would be my first question. Um, and thinking, uh, the other question would be like the when. So I know you're saying you have no control over the when it's going to happen. Um, you can practice like it's a muscle, right? Um, asking. She says, oh, God, you read it. Yeah, go ahead. Others don't hear it. Inside Inside, air. yeah. Okay. You can ask. It, it's really starting to... Um, have a focus on working with your divine team and, and trusting that your divine team is going to work with you and asking them to um, clear slime sludge attachments from wherever it may be, alternate dimensions, alternate realities, any blocks that have been created um, so that you can hear more clear audiently. And then um, letting your divine team know that you want that muscle to develop and, and making a, dedicating like that focus. I'm open to this and you can do a practice with it as well too. Um, we got time. We've got time to do something. What, what I encourage people to do, just try for two weeks is every morning before you get out of bed. I'm grateful. I woke up grateful. I'm, I have food in my house, grateful for something, you know, right. Start from that high vibration of gratitude. Always put your hand over your heart, take that deep breath in and really a slow breath out and ask, what does your spirit need today? And then see, hear, feel, let them know that you want to hear and just keep practicing doing that for two weeks. And usually by the time that you're done that two weeks, you're going to hear the answer before or no, depending whatever clear Claire is the loudest, um, what the response is before you're done asking the question. And um, it's a way to really have confidence and build the clarity of what that intuitive voice sounds like for you. Okay. Now, um, for the people out there who don't know, what is a divine team? Uh, spirit guides could be angels, ascended masters, loved ones that are on the other side that have a vested interest in where you're at and where you're wanting to go. And if somebody wanted to find out who who their who is on their divine team, how do they go by finding out? Okay, that practice when I'm teaching about connecting. So one of the questions that I least like getting asked, 
beast guy like getting asked is who's my who what is what's my spirit guide's name because how would people know if i was lying like i could just tell you any name and you wouldn't even know mm-hmm. like not that i would lie but i mean there are charlatan people right so i encourage people to be able to tap in on their own to find out what their spirit guides names are and for the most part they don't care what you call them it's a feeling the more that you can lean in and feel them you're going to know who they are because they feel energetically different everyone like we know when you're in a turkey coma on the couch with thanksgiving dinner and you're half asleep and somebody walks in the room you know which family member it is because you know their vibe and that's what you you want to know the vibe of your divine team so that that exercise I just gave you about tapping in to, you know, with your hand over your heart and taking that, that breath. And then why I say hand over your heart is because up in your head is your chihuahua over chihuahua brain, right? It gets overthinking, (laughs) talks you out of stuff. But if you stay in your heart space, um, that's where the intuition and your connection to them is. So when you, um, want to know who your divine team is, you can put your hand over your heart and take that deep breath in and, and blow it out. So you're really getting in your body and, and ask, what does my spirit need today? Where you're trusting. And then you can ask, can Archangel Michael step in? Does it energetically feel different? Do you feel it different? Can my, can my dad? Yeah, Jen, your dad is so sweet when he comes in. He's just really sweet. And I'm glad that he pops in, in a way that you can feel him. And so Jen, then my question for you is like, can, can, does it feel different energetically for you when someone else comes in and, and, you know, um, a loved one, uh, super, you can let me know how it, how it turns out for you. Um, energetically they'll feel different. So you could just play with it. Step in close, connect my energy to yours and yours to mine. And thank you very much. And then when it feels different, you go, that's super awesome. And one of the reasons why I say keep your hand over your heart, it also helps you not hold your breath. Because if you hold your breath, you're closing the door to the other side. It's like slamming it shut. The more that you have that full, easy breath, um, the easier it is to connect. Um, Okay. So that I hope, Jen, I hope that helps you out. You know, Dover, too, I mean. um, But do you feel like um, your divine team, yours, Carrie Lynn, um, instead of feeling your energy, but does it come up on different parts of your body? So, yeah, I, I see, hear, feel, taste, and smell. I get the whole gambit of it, right? So, um I would say when I'm feeling my divine team, it feels uh, like a they. It doesn't ever feel like I have a single person in spirit or a single ascended master. It's usually they. I usually just say they. Um, And it feels like a blanket coming out of the dryer, you know, like or a towel when you wrap yourself in that blanket that's that's out of the dryer. And then I get I call them tooth bumps instead of goosebumps. It will feel like, um, yeah, goosebumps. Those chicken skin, you know, but I call it truth bumps because then I know I'm on the right track. Okay. Kaysen says, uh, but spirit guides are such not going to meddle with your free will if there is such a thing, do they? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Um, 
spirit guides, loved ones in spirit, they're all allowed to intervene to a point and then we do have free will and it is like a choose your own adventure story right we have potential outcomes and we have to lean in and um, make decisions and so that's the the more you tap into um, your personal healing and you understand what is true for you in alignment with you uh, the more you're going to be it, it'll be easier to tell which, which route to take or which page to turn on your adventure story. Um, for me, um, I, I, I work with uh, Uriel, Archangel Uriel. That's, mm. that's my man. Um, and I also work with animal totems. Okay. Oh, that's what great. is, what is your feeling on animals? Everybody that listens to my show knows about my animal totems. Yeah. You've pulled cards for people. You actually oh, I do it all the time. Yeah. I'll do one tonight too. Okay. What do you think? What What is your feeling on animal totems? I think it's a very important part of our divine team, like having animals as part of our spirit guides and, and animal totems. Um, I think it's a very big part of who we are in our connection. Oh, and, and, you know, it just, it, it the animals just fascinating me. They fascinate mm -hmm. me, especially the birds. I tell you mm -hmm. what, I have so many cardinals flying around my backyard. It's unbelievable. Oh, that's lovely. You just got chills, didn't you? Yeah. Animals yeah. show up in spirit all the time in sessions as well, too. And I mean, I, I believe that animals are messengers for us if we're slowing down and, and paying attention, right? Exactly. Joanne McTaggart says, what is an animal totem? Do you want to answer? Sure. Animal totems, um, Joanna, are um, spirit <laughs> animals. <laughs> I have a story for I'll, ex I'll explain what Jenna's is. Okay. Well, Joanna, they, uh, each one of us have seven spirit totems, spirit animal totems with us. Um, they, they, in like the mouse is scrutinized, like uh, the dog is. Um, Oh, what is loyalty? loyalty. Oh, horse is power. And, and it can be a, insects too. Like people don't realize that either, but animal, mm -hmm. like insects can also be a part of that spirit. So you have these animals surrounding you, right? And, and they're just, their spirit is walking with you. Um, and each animal, okay, has a specific reason why it is with you. Now, each one of us have an alpha spirit male, spirit guide, animal guide, and a female spirit guide. My male is my wolf, Lakota. He's a, a big, bad, and he kicks butt and takes names later. But my female is a red-tailed hawk, you know, and whenever I am supposed to be in tune with spirit, the hawk just flies around me. No matter where I be, the hawk falls. But... um. That's what an animal totem is. Joanna, if I can uh, really, really ask you, um, there, Ted Andrews, he's an author called Animal Speak. And if you really want to get to know more about your totems, your animal totems, please look him up, Ted Andrews. Um, he's very knowledgeable. That's how I learned. And please, Carrie, go to uh, Jen and 
Oh, so Jen Blue is just commenting, just not when they brush up against you. So uh, animals show up all the time in spirit for me um, to give like pets that are in spirit will show up um, to give messages. Uh, But I feel them first. I don't necessarily see them first. And it, it feels like uh, when you're going in a lake and something touches you and you don't know what it is, that's what mm-hmm. animals will sometimes feel like. And it's just like, oh, it's just kind of a creepy feeling. <laughs> so it's like, oh, now I got an animal. Or they'll jump up. Like I'm talking like we are connecting right now. And then all of a sudden I've got like a cat on my lap or it just, yeah, kind of freaks me out. Oh. <laughs> it just freaks me out. I think it's pretty neat when you're oh, sitting I- when you're Love sitting it. there in an investigation, all of a sudden something just rubs up against your leg and jumps in your lap, and it's be like, yeah. I, I, I it, yay is not my first emotion, but I get there. <laughs> I get there eventually. Oh, I, I, I just, I, I just get really excited. Uh, you're welcome, Joanne. Thank you. Uh, please check it up. Uh, I love when Gorby comes in carry when yeah gorby is uh joanna's cat and he comes in in spirit all the time when we're connecting but listen everybody i am going to take a 30 i'll give it a 70 second break here so you guys can go to the bathroom uh cindy simpson that's my bud and she says spirit of my cat mr rudy plays with the cats oh, i have that's now. lovely it is lovely okay so in 70 seconds, please come on back and we'll finish up with uh, my dear friend, Carrie Lynn, and uh, we will go from there. All right, let me go play my thing again. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, I hope you be able to go to the bathroom or do what you had to do. Um, but uh, I have to make a couple of announcements here. Um, I will. I am on UPRN Talk Radio, one hundred five point three New Orleans, one hundred seven point seven Mississippi. I don't know how it goes. One hundred five, one hundred seven. Just look at as uh, Louisiana and Mississippi are right next to each other, so we're doing pretty good. But. Um, I want to thank Carnation for sponsoring my show tonight, um, April 6th. It's a Saturday night. Um, there is an open investigation for everybody and paranormal teams, April 6th, at the Dudas Farm. Um, what you need to do, if you have any questions, feel free to send me a message.
message in the Pittsburgh Paranormal Society uh, Facebook page, and then I will definitely get back to you on that. But uh, here I am with my friend, Carrie Lynn Shellhorn. She has a show Friday nights, Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Is it the 7? 6 to 8. 6 to, six to 8. And uh, mm-hmm. her name her name of her podcast is The Spirit Switchboard. And it's also on this channel, UPRN Talk Radio, 105.3, mm-hmm. 107.7 Mississippi. Um, okay. Now, we're done here at 8, 9.05, but I usually get out of here by 9 o'clock. But please tell me about your investigations, your paranormal investigations. So recent... <laughs> what, what would you like to know? What would you like to know? I don't do necessarily have. I don't do you have do a houses. Team. Do you do yep. houses? Okay. Yep. Um, houses. Um, we have uh, a house that is uh, privately owned. Uh, no people living in it currently. Um, we have. Uh, so, I have my friend. I drag my sister. Um, actually there's two friends and I drag my sister and, uh, we do these investigations. So, um, there's one coming up in May at that place in, uh, Niagara Falls area. Um, houses, uh, to be honest, some of the houses I can tap into and not actually have to be in the house. So you're talking remote viewing, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So other like locations and buildings, I, um, I did a lot of property reads as well too, like for farms, there was uh, a farmer that um, was putting his farm up for auction. He was going to be moving and he asked if I would come read the house and connect with the spirits and the land and just make sure that they were comfortable with the things that were happening with the changes with the farm and farming. And he did an article about me in like an agricultural magazine. And then it kind of took off and I was doing like farm reads like crazy. I love them. I love doing property and farm reads. Um, and I do this thing with, uh, again, my little posse of friends, um, uh, pioneer, I call it the pioneer cemetery crawl. <laughs> so we've been doing that for a couple this will be year two, I think. Uh, Dover says, has anyone ever been almost asleep and you hear your name call? Oh, hell yeah. All the time, Dover. Seriously. In that That's in between normal. space, right. Of being awake and asleep. I mean, I'm awake and I hear somebody calling my name and they're not. Oh. And and I'll tell you what, and I'm not, you know, because there's times I'll be upstairs. You know, I stay with my mom. She got, you know, there's something wrong with her. Nothing bad, but I take care of my mom. And uh, there are times, okay, that I hear somebody calling my name in my mother's voice. And I have to get up, okay. I got to get up and say, Mom, did you just call me? Seriously, it's just, I don't know if that has happened to anybody else. Has that happened to you? Do they call it doppelganger? Or is that something different? That's something different. Doppelganger is, say, like, if you were me, it would be exact twin, like, Mm. everything. So, could it be something that's just mimicking? Could be. Could be. Uh, Now, you hear so many things saying, people saying that, um, 
you know, it's evil if someone mimic you. You know what I mean? I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily either. To be honest, like in the places um, that I've been to, um, anytime uh, the word demon gets said, it as it isn't actually, it was actually a bully spirit. And Jen, you know exactly the place I'm talking about because you were there for that investigation. Um, it was just a bully a bully spirit, you know, that was just wanting the reaction uh, mm -hmm. from the people that of the location that we were in. Um, yeah. I've not, not saying that demons aren't real. I'm not go going down that train. I just know that from my experience, anytime that someone has said it was something that was evil, it was just a uh, spirit. Uh, hey, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. I'm behaving, Michelle. <laughs> I'm definitely behaving because <laughs> I psychically predicted, Michelle, that you would come. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> Everybody in the room, Michelle is our boss. He's a good lady. Hello. Hello to you. Uh oh. Uh, Host of Outer Realm. Yeah. Yes. And she's a good girl. But, um, it's, With Amelia, we didn't, can't leave Amelia out. I know, but she never shows up. Only Michelle does. <laughs> <laughs> it's the northern girl thing. It's a totally different thing. Totally you know, different. These Canadian women are like really like I don't know. I have to talk to my boss, Joe, my owner, Joe Wanteldo. You know, when we talk about the Canadian women, you know what I mean. So it's like okay, so. Need to include Laura Lee, right, Michelle? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Jen Blue says you twin. I don't know what she's talking about that. So before you know, it is eight fifty-one, and it's getting close to that witching hour or whatever. I call it the witching hour. Get time to close. Um, do you have a? Does spirit have a message through you to tell my people? Our oh, people. the people that are here. Yeah, and who are listening to the show? Do you have a oh, message from spirit to them? You want me to tap in? Give me a second. Okay. But before she's tapping in, everybody, I am definitely going to be reading the three cards like I do every Sunday, almost every Sunday. So I'm starting to shuffle. Is there anybody in the chat room right now that has a question for uh, Carrie Lynn? Feel free well, to put it. We're not going to turn this into reading no, session, no, read, no, 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 no. Did you feel that little bit of panic? Yes, no readings, no readings, no readings. We're just going to do this really quick, though. Yeah, just a message from, you know. And so, so I hope everybody enjoyed the show. This Tuesday night, I got my friend Michael Anthony coming on. Um, things that make you go, hmm, will be the topic for that show. Oh, that's super fun. Yeah, it is. And um, Phil, please, he comes every month and um, on my show, and we talk about whatever comes up, you know, and he's a good dude. He also um, has his own podcast, too. And, uh, and, and just like, Michelle, any messages from – no, no reading. No reading, Michelle. Sorry. This is not a reading. Sorry. Yeah, I think maybe just the way that it was it was phrased. I appreciate you guys asking though about about giving messages. I just um 
so when I was asking about spirit, it wasn't necessarily a spirit guy, but it was definitely a male. Uh, so male figure coming in, he's taller. Um, so t I'm only five two, so I'm going to explain what tall is for me too, because it's all relative, right? We all have a different perspective of what tall is. So anything over five ten is tall for me, but this fellow is definitely much taller than that. He's coming in around five eleven to six one. Definitely a smoker, joker, teaser, friendly. All of that stuff is what he's showing me, and definitely strokes or aneurysms because my face. I would say probably more stroke because my face is a bit pulled. Um, uh, I, um, the S name keeps coming up, which I first I wanted to say Stan, but I really think he keeps going to Steve. Um, and he kept talking about the full moon and full moon energy. So he is showing me in this two story space uh, that he can connect with the people that are in there. He makes you feel like you're having a bit of a heart palpitation when he gets up really close in your space. And he just keeps saying, stay grounded, stay grounded. The energy is going to build up even more. It's a two level. It's two levels. Kind of feels like an older garage or like, I don't know, porchy thing. Yeah, it's a porch, not a garage. That's what I got. <laughs> Whoever he belongs to can take him. Not enough time for readings. No. I like him though. He's fun, but he's a smoker. He's a smoker. And does he have a message? Yeah. He's saying stay grounded because the full moon energy is pretty big and the energy is only going to amp. So whoever that's for, he's just saying stay grounded because okay. the energy is going to get big. But it's a two-story house with this like porchy thing that's on the back but in older okay. space michelle, i don't know michelle if you can take michelle. it you can take it i just know he's saying the full moon energy is like still rolling and to stay grounded but uh, that you can know him whoever he belongs to that that energy, if it's him if it's the spirits that are pulled up or if it's the energy of the full moon it's creating that that weird heart palpitation so you need to stay grounded Joanne says, thank you, Sean. I hope you will have Carrie Lynn back on your show again. She has lots to tell. I sure will. Kaysen says, this show needs two hours of airtime. And Cindy says, not enough time for readings, just a message for collective groups as a whole. And uh, Leah Meyer says, that made me cry. I just popped on and sounds exactly like my grandfather, uh, Samuel. Yeah, Ain't that cool? Isn't it amazing how you know, stuff happens for a reason. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Everything happens for a reason. But, okay, and getting close to that time. Mm -hmm. So how can people get a hold of you for anything? Um, so my website's pretty easy. It's carrielanshellhorn.com. Um, I'm on all the socials. So it's the original Carolyn Shellhorn on Instagram and uh uh, psychic medium Carolyn Shellhorn on Facebook. Um, and then I'm here on Friday nights with UPRN with Spirit Switchboard. And and they can say, like, if somebody wanted a, a reading from you, could they call you up there? How do you sure. I, and I, I, I love that people are reaching out uh, to book sessions. I'm just letting you all know, though. Um, that I am booking almost in 2025, like my 2024 um, availability is almost full. Like we're booking in December of 2024 right now. So there's um, 
come out to the events. If you guys are working on your intuitive development, um, I do have a Facebook group called Carolyn's Morning Porch and I post practices and I get on there on the full moons and I do energetic cord cutting and I do a meditation and I give messages there as well too. And that's all free. Um, like lots of people want support with their in intuitive development and I just don't have enough time to do a lot of one-on-one -on -one with people that way. So I try to do as much as I can. Joanne McTaggart says, Carrie Lynn does the best readings. She is amazing. Aww, thank I've, heard, you. I've heard that from other people. But Carrie Lynn, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show. Oh, thanks, um, Sean. And I really enjoyed your company. I really enjoyed what you had to say. Um, hopefully you can come back on my show and, and, and talk a little more. I love her energy, everybody. Her energy is awesome really good energy. If you like to hang around while I draw these cards, you're more than welcome to, if you like to. Okay. Yeah, I want to hear. Good night, Michelle. Good night, Michelle. Thank you. Okay. So the three cards I'm going to draw, everybody knows I draw from the medicine cards, the animal medicine cards, and I draw three. The first card that I pull is your past. The second card is the card for the now. And the third card I pull is for your future. And Cindy says amazing energy exchange. Yes, it is. Thank you. Um, so, like, I tell everybody, write these animals down on, on a piece of paper. And when the show is over, um, feel, you know, look them up and find out if that animal has something pertaining to you, that little reading. She's writing it down. Okay, so I did shuffle and I did cut them. All right. So the first card I'm pulling, this is your past card, is the hummingbird. That's your first, that's your first animal in the past is the hummingbird. The second card, the now card, what's happening right now in your life is the skunk card. I love that's super funny because when <laughs> you asked me about the totems, I was gonna say skunk it always shows up for me. I love mm -hmm. it. There love it is it, right there. It. There <laughs> it is. That's cool. And the future card is the beaver, the builder. Mm. So you have you have the hummingbird in your past, you got the skunk for the now. And you have the beaver. Write those down and check it out. Uh, you guys, skunk is really good. It's yes. not It's not bad. It's little and commands lots of respect. Like uh, moi. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But um, uh, my friend, uh, Sean Hazlitt, he has his coming on next. It's Through a Glass Darkly with Sean Hazlitt. His show comes on at 9, 10 Eastern time. And uh, he has a great show. Um, I think they're going to talk about Devil's Den tonight. You know, that's hot in Gettysburg. You know, so I'm going to have to check out, check on that. But please tune in for his show tonight at 9, 10 on UPRN Talk Radio. And children, please, if you can, go to your parents, give them a hug and tell them that you love them. And parents, please go to your children give them a hug and tell them that you love them. And if you have no children, and if, you know, you have no parents, find a friend 
and tell them and give them a hug and tell them that you love them because those three words, I love you, mean and go a long way. And on that note, everybody, good night. Carrie Wynn, thank you for good being night. on. And uh, we'll see you Tuesday. Good night.